Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Imagine what it would be like to be extraordinarily productive. And at the end of the day, instead of feeling totally wiped out, having a sense of feeling fulfilled, inspired, and happy, even if a little tired. Today, we're going to be talking about how to become even more productive, create even more from a very different perspective than what it's normally discussed, and how to produce more in alignment with who you are while maintaining a sense of stability and inner calm and focus throughout the process. So let's jump right in. Then we'll wrap it up with a group frequency calibration, which is a turbocharged meditation to begin to help you clear the distortion patterns and gather momentum to propel you forward. So let's get started. Dennis? You know, Karen, when I hear you talk about productivity, the first thing that, you know, kind of comes to mind for me is kind of how I grew up is, you know, you need to take control. Mm -hmm. You need to have a plan. Mm -hmm. You need to make something happen. Mm -hmm. And I've got a real strong feeling that you're not going to go with that. <laughs> I just, there's something tells me that maybe that's not the way to go about this. Well, it's one way to go about it. Yeah. But boy, it creates a lot of, you know, yeah. so yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, I feel like um, that kind of is a grind and very tiring. As you oh, it gets you. It gets really yeah. exhausting yeah, you... because um, oftentimes we're doing something that we don't really want to do. So sometimes the answer to uh, doing a lot is to change what you're doing or to stop as opposed to just continuing to do what you're doing at a more frenetic pace, right? which is what a lot of people think is the answer in terms of becoming more productive, which is like output more really, right? So if you output more, you either have to work longer hours or get more done. Those are the two sort of ways to increase productivity, right? In that sort of linear mm -hmm. mindset. So I'm going to talk about inspired productivity. And the reason inspired productivity is so much more efficient is, is because we're resourcing from a higher energetic state, a higher vibrating state. And inspiration or creativity come from a naturally more highly resonating state. And so um, inspired productivity doesn't fill us with that same level of exhaustion because it comes from a place of, um, people will think it's joyfulness. It's actually not, it's neutrality. So it's almost like you are neutral in what it is that you're doing. You're neutral to it. So I could be writing these emails. I could be doing the dishes. I could be, I don't know, whatever, making phone calls, whatever it is. It's something I happen to be doing, but that requires a level of neutrality, a level of detachment, and that only comes from clearing distortion patterns. Once that happens, the, the, you're then free to follow the energetic of what comes in to do in what order, meaning the priority level shifts. So for example, let's say today I have to do, I have to launch my video, my video 
series. I have to launch my podcast. I have to prepare for an event. I have to prepare for a move. I have to help my mother with the sale of her condo and I have to make dinner. It's a lot of things today that I have to do. And I could do any or all of them, right? Really. But if you can stand on a point of neutrality and sort of watch what comes in as a priority, meaning I'm watching to see what today comes in. So meaning if I get an email today from my graphic designer that I have to do a logo with, and then all these sort of, you know, I get a call, you know, I'm just watching the energetic of what's coming in. Or I feel like um, the intuitive response to, oh, today I have to do this, this, these things for the move, then I have to focus on this for the podcast, just this one piece, and then I have to do this thing. But it's because I'm not hammering through, okay, today I must go through A to Z for this particular thing. Then I have to do this and this. You know, it's more because there is a level of detachment or neutrality. There's space for me to almost um, to sense where the priority is as opposed to deciding with my mind. Okay, so one is more of a feeling sense, which I know will freak some people out, and one's more deciding. Okay, and it, so it seems like if you don't have an intuitive feeling sense, like how do I do that? That seems hard to me. And it is hard if you have a lot of distortion patterns. It is. I'm not going to kid you. I have come from a background where, you know, I'm Chinese culturally, and I have been very much trained my whole life to be successful and efficient and productive. That is my MO. Like, that is what I've been trained to do because my parents were trying to make sure that I was successful and taken care of in the world. And the best way to guarantee that outcome was to train me in this way. So I have done a lot of the productivity, like the grinding out the hours, the working really hard. And I'm not suggesting that in inspired productivity, you will necessarily work less, but it will feel less exhausting to you. It will. And it's more joyful. And somehow you get more done. And I can't even really explain that. But it required me to actually remove a bunch of distortion patterns first in order to get to this point where I could feel or sense what needed to come in. So that's a pretty big step. So it, it sounds to me like what you've been able to do and what others are able to do is you release these deep-seated patterns yeah. whereby in the past mm -hmm. you would be heads down and just yep. right through the wall mm -hmm. and just, by God, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get it done, and yep. you know? And so now you've allowed, you've released those patterns, mm -hmm. those distortions, mm -hmm. and that has really freed you up. Mm -hmm. And you have removed a lot of stress mm -hmm. around whatever the project is. Yeah. So now you're more at ease. Mm -hmm. And with that ease, you're allowing things to come in. Mm -hmm. So today I'm going to do this. Yep. Tomorrow I'll do that. Yep. And if I don't get it done, then I'll go yeah. about and I'll do this. Yep. And so. And what's interesting is I'll notice that I thought I had to do X, Y, Z for the podcast, but then somehow something, I always get distracted from it. Like something else gets coming in. I'm intending to do it. It's not like I've just like, I don't know, I'll put my feet up on the couch and I'm sitting there just sipping hot chocolate. I'm actually working, but somehow I can't quite get to it for some reason. And I, 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 I used to try and fight that. Like, okay, I'm just going to work that extra hour and hammer out those three things for the podcast because I have to. But... Now I notice, huh, I haven't been able to get to it. And it's not out of my lack of trying. I just can't. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm just going to let that sit. And it can sit for a little bit, actually, a couple of weeks. 
And then all of a sudden, the re and then it'll come in, oh, I was sitting because I needed to talk to so-and-so about this because I needed to find the app in order to do the thing that I needed to do. And that saves me like 20 hours. But I didn't know that at that particular moment when I started. Does that make sense? So it's allowing for um, just watching oneself of like, okay, because, but there's not a, a lack of commitment to moving no, in that direction. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like I've just been... It's you know, not like I don't care. Yeah, you know, it's not like I'm... You do yeah, care. Exactly. And you are committed. Yes, and I am moving in the yeah. world and there is yeah. effort. Yeah. It's just that I'm not committed to the thing that I'm doing, that specific thing. And it's been very difficult. I would say that for someone like me, who tends to be an overachiever, that has been very difficult as yeah. a discipline. Because I, I've always wanted to hammer it out because then I feel safe, right? I feel certain. Like I did the thing, I've checked it off my list, done. Okay, done, handled. But I found now that when I try to hammer it out from the mental perspective, you know what's funny? I end up doing it again because I'm like, oh, well, I was missing this piece that I needed in order to do it the way that it could be better. So it's kind of funny. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe after doing that a few times, I learned. <laughs> maybe hammering it out wasn't the best idea. So that's sort of what I mean. That's what I mean by inspired productivity. And what I would also say is that for someone who tends to be an overachiever, or doer, right, like me, is that it's really required that you have discipline in your stillness. So there's discipline in work and there's discipline in stillness. So for some people, and I was one of these people, the discipline in work, not a problem, like not a problem. I am the getting things done queen, right? That's what I used to be. The difficulty for me is the discipline in the stillness. And the reason the discipline in the stillness is really critical for inspired productivity is because sometimes things, kind of like a birthing, you know, like there's a gestation period before the baby pops out, right? And it looks like nothing's happening, but there's like a baby growing in there. <laughs> Similarly, when things are being created or, you know, created or produced, or whatever, there requires a bit of a pause and it looks like on the surface that nothing's happening, but things are kind of percolating through. You need to receive ideas or people to come in. You need a bit of a pause for things to sort of line up in order for you to have the most efficient impact on the world that you want. And so sometimes that stillness is required in order for that gestation period to happen. So what I've taken to doing because I am a believer in calendaring, like if I, if I don't put something on the calendar, it doesn't get done. So what I do is I put into my calendar periods of stillness where I don't do anything and I am committed to the nothing because in that space, there's so much power in that because that's where the surrender comes in. That's when we, when we're co-creating with pure source, that's when pure source has it, right? It's doing its thing and I can go into nothingness. And what happens is when I come back, all of a sudden all these ideas ping in. I know more clearly what my priorities need to be in what order to do things in, who to call. They call me without even me asking. I don't know how they show up, but they do. And then all of a sudden I can get so much more done because I have so much more clarity than before when I was just sort of in the doing of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So my it productivity becomes inspired by the stillness, or it's not really stillness, it's stillness and that space where I get to be with my higher self and pure source without the distraction of the doing. You know, I think, Karen, that the reason you get so excited and so passionate about this <laughs> subject matter is the fact that this has been a personal challenge for you. Yeah, And that's so yeah. you truly have gone through a transformation. Mm -hmm. 
and because I don't think the Kieran of old spent a lot of time talking about stillness. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So for you personally, you have actually experienced what it's like mm -hmm. to come from mm -hmm. that place mm -hmm. out into the world with that being your base. Yes. And so, yeah, and it, it really comes through and it's so exciting because you, I, you know, and I know you're not done dancing, you know, you still got things that, you know, you can work on mm -hmm. and things that you can move through. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think you personally have seen just this tremendous change. Totally. And the people around you have too. Yeah, it, well, it makes yeah. it easier to be with me. And I would say that for the people who have a challenge to move into productivity, Okay, so there's sort of the, the there's the the type who's like me, and then there are people who have a trouble getting going, okay, because you know they kind of have to grind it out or it gets tough, and then they go into non-action because they can't. It's like too much, and they get overwhelmed. Okay, so it's really important to then go back to the episode that we did a little while ago on goal setting and the intermediate level of dreaming. You need to connect to the dream because if you're dreaming then you get clarity on where it is that you want to go. And then when you do that, then the productivity becomes clearer to you because it's a from higher resonating place. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you, for the inspiration to happen, it must be happening at a place beyond the mind. That's when the inspired action comes in. The inspired um, productivity comes in. So you, the, 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 if you haven't watched the episode on goal setting, watch it yeah. because these two actually pair really well together. Yeah. So, and if you aren't inspired by anything, that's interesting. Like if you can't, so then my question to you would be, okay, well go find out what makes your heart sing. Go find what makes you dream yeah. something better, more joyful, more um, adventurous, more whatever it is that lights you up. Use those human emotions to propel you because really whatever our experience is what we want it to be, meaning like we get to choose it. So it doesn't have to be joyful. It doesn't have to be magical. It doesn't have to be adventurous. It doesn't have to be really anything. And it can be all of those things. So if we get to dream it, then the inspired productivity can come underneath it to fuel it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's kind of the two together because one is about action and one is about creation first. So they work really nicely in tandem to each other. So, yeah. You know, I as I as I listen to you, I can't help but think that these different videos that we've done, these different segments and topics, you know, the common thread in all these mm -hmm. is that a critical element is releasing yep. the distortion. Yep. And then things happen. happen. That's right. Yeah. And even for the people who have, like I just mentioned, trouble finding the thing that they yeah. want, yeah. that's because the distortion patterns are there. So if you release the distortion yeah. patterns, the block to the wanting to go into yeah. movement, yeah. to go yeah. into action, to be inspired, if yeah. you remove those yeah. things, that's what I would say. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then all of a sudden you're like, ding! <laughs> Wait a minute, why yeah. am I free now to make these choices? All of a sudden you are, and then new thoughts come in, and the person comes in with the thing that's inspiring to you comes in at exactly the right time, and you're like, then it starts. Wow. So remove the distortion. Like if you change the frequency, you change your reality. Change your frequency, change yeah, the reality. The frequency governs yeah. form. It just is. So if you remove the distortion pattern, then everything changes. Wow, perfect, yeah. perfect. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video 
or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the Group Frequency Calibration on Inspired Productivity. So first, becoming very aware of your body from the soles of your feet to the crown of your head. Becoming very aware of your body. Mm -hmm. And now becoming very aware of your body in relation to the space in the room and in relation to the inanimate objects in the room. Just noticing where you're located, basically, in space. Good. Now bringing your attention awareness between your heart and your throat. Let's take one deep breath here together, inhaling, and then holding your breath in at the top of your breath for as long as you think you can. And then whenever you're ready, releasing all the air out of your lungs and holding your breath out for as long as you think you can. For those of you who have very long breath, I recommend pausing this recording and completing your breath before rejoining. And for the rest of us, bringing your attention to your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum breathing normally here whenever you've completed that single breath. And as we wait for that mastermind to gel, or not that, this mastermind to gel, for those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. and that I will be making noises on my end. So you'll likely hear me exhale sharply or yawn, even though I'm not tired, or hum, 
And that's just how I remove the distortion patterns at this time. And I often work in silence, or I do more and more now, as I access higher and higher frequencies. So please note that if you don't hear anything on my end, it's not like I'm not doing anything. I'm still working on you. It's just I'm doing it in silence. This is required for me, especially if I'm working in very high-level frequencies, with high-level frequencies, so you don't distort when I work with them. The mastermind has gelled, and so we can proceed. Let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? That question, again, is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep, deep within your body. That starts to become more shimmery. Starts to unfurl and bloom. Expanding outwards through all of your cells. And eventually radiating out of the pores of your skin. And on my end, I'm helping you to expand your natural bandwidth, your natural capacity for connection with pure source, or of your connection with pure source. So now keeping your attention in your solar plexus, yeah. uh, the first distortion pattern that we're going to release is that of the fear of um, a source that is not your mind, that you you think isn't logic or your mind or thinking, if that makes sense. So because that often 
means a space of a certain level of uncertainty or a lack of control. So let's remove this so you can have more inspiration. And now, bringing your attention from your belly button all the way to your throat space. And if you can imagine a line, a center line that would be drawn from your belly button all the way to your throat space, please keep your attention on this center line. All right, so this is a fear of or a discomfort with, depending on what subgroup you're in, with um, the uncertainty of the non-linearity that comes from beyond the mind. Okay, so, so there is an element of the unknown and definitely an element of the unconventional. It's not linear necessarily. So this is a discomfort with or fear of this because it's, it's not controllable. And that's the point that is part of its strength or a large part of its power is that it's not linear. So let's remove this fear of or discomfort with the nonlinear.
Good. I'm bringing your attention now between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So essentially your solar plexus again. Okay. So this is um, a discomfort with or resistance to, um, how do I explain this? This is like uh, the uncertainty with regards to time. So when we are thinking, we feel or we ha often have a sense that we are in control of when things will happen because we're thinking, right? So we, we put time in a certain order, we plan things in a certain sequence, and we, we can attach timelines to them, etc., which gives us certainty. With inspiration or inspired productivity, which is being um, resourced or is coming from a much have higher uh, resonation or frequency level because it's coming in more directly from pure source without the filter of your mind. You cannot force the timing of it. It's going to show up when it does and likely when you're not thinking. So you may be doing the dishes or out for a walk or whatever. Uh, and then all of a sudden this idea or the inspiration for something which catalyzes a, a large or huge quantity of very productive action is less known. So it'll just come in whenever it's ready. So similar to whenever a flower decides to open, it's going to open when it's time for it to open. So there is a discomfort with that um, lack of control over time. And as a note, with the mental construct where we're, we are planning things out and scheduling, that is a false idea of control over time because situations and things will come up along the way, even though you have a very well-formed plan that will upset that plan and the timing of that plan. So it's not really control over time, it's just something that appears to be as such. And by the way, I am not suggesting that planning is unimportant or unnecessary. It is. It's just that that control that we feel with planning is illusory. So, and of course, it is needed in order to move things forward to some degree at the same time. So, it's all these things. Allowing for The merging of inspiration and action requires for this distortion pattern around time to be removed. So we're going to work on that right now.
in that same space in the solar plexus. Removing the next distortion pattern, which is a resistance to what is. If we're in resistance to what is, it's difficult to be in a state of openness or receptivity to receive inspiration. So let's remove this. You have more ease, or you have the option for more ease, more specifically, and you can be more open to receiving inspiration. so that you can go into massive action. Excellent. Nicely done. Keeping your attention on your solar plexus. So this is, okay, depending what subgroup you're in, either the distortion of, um, like, um, resistance to the massive action that you can go into when you have inspired productivity, you receive the idea, the knowingness, the vision, and then you move into action. So for some of you, you go into paralysis at this point because you hit this wall of things that you have to do and you just get overwhelmed. For others of you, what happens is you go into massive action and you tailspin in it. And you start to lose sight of what's priority, and then you get entrenched in the action. And when something else comes in, which would shift your focus or refine it or uh, present itself as a more efficient path, you're so caught in the doing, you don't notice it. Okay, so it be that productivity becomes less productive because you're not paying attention to this other path that showed up that's more efficient for you. Hopefully that makes sense because you get caught in the mental attachment to the doingness and you just spin in it. So uh, those are the two main subgroups. So let's uh, remove this with regards to action.
Yeah. Still in the solar plexus. This has to do with um, the distortion pattern of uh, getting overwhelmed with the little details and not being able to prioritize. Okay, so what happens with this distortion pattern is that especially once you get going, you start to lose sight of what's priority because all these things start coming at you and you can't tell, right? It's a lot of things to do and hard to figure out what path is most efficient. And you may start off with some of you with a, with a path and get going and then get derailed. Or some of you don't even start down a path. You just get stuck because you can't tell what's priority and then you start doing the little things first. So hopefully that makes sense. But you get like kind of mired in the minutiae and the priority isn't clear for you. Okay. So helping you with this. So you can have more discernment with regards to what is priority in terms of getting you most efficiently from where you are to where you want to be in alignment with that inspiration you've received. Okay. With that higher resonating order. And some of you uh, working on this other subgroup don't have the discipline to keep going in the face of the work that's required to have the productivity that you want. So uh, it's a group, a subgroup of you, so we're going on you at the same time. So you have a higher level of discipline so you can keep going. It does require effort. And so you all know that, and some of you just get overwhelmed. So it's helping you with that. There you go. Yep. Keeping your attention still in your solar plexus. Let me work on your pain bodies. Just not a lot here. To help you stay integrated and stable. So you can accelerate more coherently. There we go. Nice. Taking a deep breath in, holding it for a second or two. And then whenever you're ready, releasing it with some sound, like, <sighs> good, nicely done. I'm going to leave you in this space for as long as you'd like. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If you're ready to clear even more of the frequency distortion patterns that are holding you back so you can accelerate towards where you want to be, please visit my website at sphericalluminosity.com.